Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monticelli, the host of this podcast, Let's Talk Soul. Over the years, after having interviewed so many people on so many different topics, I realized that what interested my audience wasn't really the individual topics per se, but was how it impacted them, how it touched their soul. So I'll invite you all to lay back, put your feet up, and if you like what you hear, leave a review, five-star review. I'd appreciate that. So just enjoy your listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monacelli with another episode of my podcast, Let's Talk Soul. And today I have a special guest. Um, and let me, well, she's talking to us from the UK. Smita Joshi, say hello to our audience. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi, Claudia. <laughs> well, let me tell you just a little bit about her, but it's not. It's a lot because she's done so much. Smita Joshi is an award-winning author and yogi and teacher and high-performance transformation coach. So the sentence is very long, but the sentences get longer when it <laughs> talks about, when I have to talk about her bio. She's the author of the Amazon bestseller called Karma and Diamonds, a journey of self-discovery across continents and lifetimes. This story is inspired by real events from her own life and um, about finding her inner you amidst her life's chaos, as often happens with many people. But not everyone has the determination to write about it and to share about what they have experienced. The central theme of Karma's Diamonds is how your inner voice, the, the intelligence of the wise, conscious part of you that exists beyond your ordinary awareness, known as Atman in Sanskrit, has the power to guide you to live your best life. Prior to writing the trilogy, in a business as she was in a business career that spanned 25 years, working with the technology giants as well as startups. Smida worked internationally with global leaders of the industry, winning multi-million dollar contracts, the largest being $1 million. And that is a milestone because we don't see these uh, thresholds very often, especially for women. She was one of the first to bring India's information technology services into the heart of British and European European companies. As a TV presenter and for her YouTube channel, which is called the Self-Discovery Channel, Smita, she has interviewed leading politicians, entrepreneurs, and global gurus. She also creates videos on topics of personal development and emotional and spiritual intelligence. And I will be listing her information where you can find her. So let me get to, let's, uh, are you an open book? Can I just ask you questions, Smita? Ask me anything. <laughs> okay, when you have such um, a long-standing career, uh, my first question usually is, well, how did you start? But no, I'd like to go backwards, talk about your book. When did you get the idea to write the book? 
Actually, I started, I, I, I wanted to write a how-to book since I was about 14. I wanted to write something and I didn't quite know what that what form that would take. So I just kept reading and reading and reading as many different authors and, and types of, um, you know, um, genres as I could. And I found myself wanting to actually write a very succinct how-to book. So just get down to the bare bones of how do you deal with the internal dialogue? How do you get past that? How do you distinguish the voice that is the the nonsense, you know, uh, mm-hmm. versus the, as we call it, the internal dialogue in psychology and and, and the one beyond that, the, the voice of something that's much more useful beyond your identity mm-hmm. and so on. So there was a whole range of things that I wanted to, to do a how-to book on, but they're all, all sort of linking up into into the same theme. And the same, the, the theme is really about living um, connected mm-hmm. to your purpose, living connected to that part of you that is beyond the ego beyond the identity mm-hmm. the thing you know the like the dislikes and so on and when um, did the book see the light what um, what are the dates when do they when do they actually see the light so yes. the first book so okay so I, I i thought i was writing one book and it turns out when i took it to the publisher it turned out to be three mm-hmm. so the first book uh, we brought out in 2015 then mm-hmm. the second 2016 then then 2017 Mm-hmm. So, as it happened, the, the one of the um, mentors that I had was a publisher uh, who had an imprint mm-hmm. within one of the larger larger groups, and um, he said to me, "Well, I would like to know, you know, more about you. People want to know your story. So, can you write the story first, and then you can do a how-to book?" And that's how I ended up switching because I never wanted to write the story. That wasn't my plan at all. Right, right. Um, I was kind of pushed into a corner to do it. And um, I, I I did. That's how it came about. So the idea originally was just to write a very, very non-invasive. <laughs> of course, of course. And this has just happened to me because I was, after writing the entire book, I get to the introduction, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, maybe maybe readers want to know who I am and how I got here <laughs> and it's so difficult it's so so difficult when you're not used to looking at yourself that way for others you know I can understand that no I mean and also I didn't have the experience of writing something like that my experience had very much been in in in, in terms of my personal vulnerable work was my own journals mm-hmm. and really sharing my thought you know putting my thoughts for my own consumption so that I could actually right. move through something and then the other expertise I had was in writing business proposals mm. so um, <laughs> of course yeah, quite different I had never, yeah very different so I had never written something which was going to take me into my my depth and my um my pain moving, and you know moving, was something that was message. going to be and it's a very different way of writing oh so I know that a, you know when you write for because when you're writing a book like the ones that are, the, the 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 trilogy that I've written you're not writing for yourself you're right. writing your your perspective your perspective but so that other people can actually benefit from it right they can use the, it and that's the challenge with writing uh, things like self-help and non-fiction and how to um so let's see let me go to because we as we speak that word self keeps coming out. So what about if you talk about that real self? What is 
the real self and, and and why is it so elusive you know when with that question i'm thinking is the self the soul is it yeah yes so this is where we get lost don't we when we when we start to to get into the semantics of what is it is it the soul is it the spirit is it the higher self is it something else and what i found was that actually what what i mean by the real self is pretty much what the ancient um, philosopher, scientists, sages of, of India meant, which is, it's that part of you which is permanent. It's the part of you that is unchanging. It's constantly um, on. It's always on. It's not the. It's not the limit. The the per, the temporary part of us, the one that dies with the body. So. So there, in, in fact, there is no part that dies with the body except for the body itself, as, as, as I experience it, as, as the, the ancient Indians also said. And so it's that part of you which is more permanent. It goes on, it's very, it, it has the ability to, it's consciousness. It's, well, you know, it's, it's there's this, consciousness. you know, we get these words that keep coming up because when you say that it's, it's permanent, it's permanent, I say, oh, soul, she's talking about the soul. And then I thought, well, no, wait a minute. She meant the ego? Did she mean the ego? Did she mean the ego? No. But then you came out with consciousness, and so you open a wide open door because uh, mm. many people uh, put overlap the two concepts. And when you say self, I, I guess that includes both. Or And, yeah, and I'm wondering... See- why didn't you soul? <laughs> but but you, and and it does indeed. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. in Sanskrit they call it jivatman. Jivatman is the soul. That part of that's a subset of of a, of a vaster consciousness mm-hmm. that, that we are. Um, but that part that's a spark that actually hops into the body, as it were, and that's the consciousness that we. Bring. Yeah. But but that that aspect of us um, is said to come with with memories, certain things right. which it brings with it. Right. And so it's not entirely, I would say it's not entirely clear, but it is a bridge to, to you know, to its, to the source, it, because it is mm-hmm. source in, in, a, in, a, in essence. It's actually um, a part of a whole, right. but it's, it, uh, you know, it's like the ocean, but, but the drop of the ocean might, might contain something additional in there. Of course, of course. Your own, which is your own impressions from from wherever you know for example we have memories in this lifetime things that accumulate over time become a pattern Mm -hmm. um, beliefs you know there are certain things that become set and they drive the outcomes and our choices therefore they 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 drive our choices and therefore the outcomes Mm -hmm. that we experience in life good or bad Mm -hmm. Uh, whether we we choose to or you know so it takes something to shift that aspect of, of you and that's what we're looking to transform if ever we are transforming something into its greater self mm-hmm. or into its higher essence into right. higher, its higher octave and that's that subset that's the what we call the jivatman so the sanskrit uh, terminology you know the vedic terminology is, is very um perhaps more precise than any other because in yes. english yes you know, we english talk about we spirit, lack it's there's a lack of, of which is of why i like to, to keep it's not it. so much to you know that that terminology actually has a more precision to it, more accuracy, and mm-hmm. we can we can then relate it to right. the experiences that we we have in life. So to answer your question, you know, 
some aspect of the ego is naturally involved mm-hmm. because without that 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 identity aspect we we know we can't really distinguish anything so we have a framework of thinking or we we may or we may not have a framework of thinking mm-hmm. but we have a, let's just say um um an unconscious uh, framework if we don't have a conscious framework from which we think so everything that we receive or we think or we see perceive gets filtered Mm-hmm. through 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 that framework mm-hmm. that we have you know that we understand yeah. life through maybe so, on to the next question will allow us to clarify because we're now on the inside looking out and um we talk about values if we're talking about a self and a self and an ego also has values but it, you mentioned clear values, how to get clear about your values and why, why you should be clear about your values. So, um, I, you know, I, I believe and I, and this is my, my, my perspective and what I've seen with people is that it's not that people don't have values per se, because anything that you give your time to or that you choose above something else, you know, that, that you that, that you consider to be uh, more important in your life than, than something else, you could say that that's a value for you. But it may not necessarily serve you. It may not, for example, um, codependency. So relationships, let's say, you know, where you have relationships which, which you believe are, you know, absolute for you. Everything comes up, uh, 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 your relationships with certain group of people or, or certain individuals over and above anything else. You will protect it. You will fight for it. But it may not necessarily be, you know, it may not necessarily fulfill you. It may not necessarily bring you joy, happiness. It may, in fact, have a detrimental effect on you. So, you know, so so how do you then distinguish which values you have that are giving your life as it is? And actually, if you were to begin to become, if, you, if we were to start being authentic, and, you know, which is what happens on a journey of self-discovery is you start mm-hmm. to inquire, like, yeah. what's really important to me? And it may be that some of those things that you consider are important today may fall by the wayside because, in mm-hmm. fact, um, they they're only by default something that you've been conditioned to believe or choose. Let me open a digression here as to make it clearer. All right, you mentioned a codependency, a relationship of codependency. Let's take the perspective of a woman with a child and we're talking about values. The other partner is not involved. Okay. Now, when we talk about having clarity in our values, a mother is in a position of having to care for and be a role model for. Um, I would imagine, and I'm just talking, you know, taking from what you said and and the idea of clarity, it's easier for a woman, I'm talking about women, to have clearer values in that position, in that role. Is that Does that make sense? And she's not codependent on the child. Right, absolutely. So, so you know, the, the, that's a choice that she makes. It's, it's almost, it's a choice, and um, and you one could say, well, she has no choice. But the fact that she chooses to tend to the child, to nurture her child, and so on, that becomes a real priority for her, and that becomes yeah. a value. That's definitely a, 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 there's a value in there somewhere, however she may articulate it. 
Uh-huh. You know, and and it's the same when we talk about caring for other people in our lives. You know, whether mm-hmm. they're elderly people, parents, or whatever, it, these are choices we make. But they be, they they are you know relationships. Mm-hmm. So it c- comes down to nurturing certain relationships. That becomes yeah. a yeah. real strong value. Mm-hmm. But she'll sacrifice herself for that. And that's what a value does. A value is something that you will give up something else for in order to nurture that that particular aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. So for me, for example, is freedom, inner freedom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the freedom to right. choose my life, to, 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 to make choices for myself, for my life. Now, you may say, oh, well, that's, that's obvious. But that's not always obvious no, in, in certain communities. The idea have to of, fight for that. of boundaries as well, no matter how dependent a child is on us there is a boundary there because yes otherwise you will not be able to live as a person um you mentioned um darkness the power of owning your own your darkness and i like this because i call it shadow work excuse me shadow work how we we deal with our shadow can we um talk about that what do you mean by owning you know, so I, I, if you look at look at how um, various um, values work, so so certain communities over above over and above everything else, yeah. it, it's about looking good on the outside. You can't share what ha- what's not working. You can't share your failures. You can't share mental illness, and so on. So, and you know what I mean by owning your darkness is exactly that. Is that there are aspects of us which we like the least. And we may even detest, we may even look at other people and have extremely strong repulsion when somebody displays a certain quality. Let's say um, um, intimacy. Yes. Okay. Intimacy is something that it, it's, some people can't be, absolutely can't be with that because it, it's so, uh, you know, triggers some other aspect, something that they can't be with in themselves. You and mean, to the wait, extent... If I, I'm not understanding. Uh, when you say they can't be with that, they can't share that, they can't discuss that, that they're uncomfortable with with intimacy, period. It. Yeah, or even, even other people mm-hmm. who express it. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Other people, it, because it because it, it it triggers something, and when it does, uh, you know, um, when, when whenever we're triggered by something uh, from the outside, mm-hmm. then as you know, then that's an area for us that we are disowning yeah, yes. <laughs> in our own self, and right? we need to work it's, on. It's a, ex- exactly, that's what I mean by owning. So, for example, anger is a really good one. Right. Now, often uh, when we don't own um, when we when we don't own the things that, you know, our own deep rage or anger, mm-hmm. you know, then what, hap- what happens is either you project it outwards onto other people. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't, or you, you, it goes so far that you can't be with, with other people being angry. Mm-hmm. You can't allow them the space to express themselves, you know, yeah. uh, with their, with their strong emotions. Or it could be that, um, you know, you continually attract that into your life, the, the, the energy of anger, because mm-hmm. you're not expressing it, you're not right, owning it. Right, right, So, I mean, I think for me, one of the things that I had to own very, really distinguish for myself was I had no idea that I was a shame machine. Like, mm. I did not realize that I'd been brought up to... Um, 
to have to look like I've got it all handled. Do you Everything can you give handled. us an example to make it clearer? Yeah, so so if I felt sad, if I mm -hmm. felt vulnerable, who would show up? This is way in my very, very young days, in my early 20s. Who would show up is somebody who is so strong and so handled. She's like, you know, looking great. She looks like she's on top of everything. Right. You know, like, like I'm getting on with stuff. You know, this mm -hmm. is how it is. Nobody would, would know that beneath that is extreme sadness and extreme pain. And, you know, something that I could, no, my, I for myself couldn't be with that because it was so intense. So it, it was something that I had to teach myself. So one of the things that happens in um, in various cultures, and I think we, if we talk about cultures, it's probably, you, yes. can, you can see it more easily. Yes. Yes. There are some cultures that are, that, that where looking good on the outside yeah. is yeah. absolutely everything. So yeah. it, because, because what are they, what are they, what are we hiding? We're hiding shame. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. a deep sense of shame. It's a very strong word, uh, Smita. Failure. Shame. Yeah, shame. It's huge. And it, and it gives us, you know, it, it, it leads us. It leads us to create a facade. Right. Where to the, you know, where we will, we will let the world see a certain yes, aspect. We'll go yes. to great lengths to yes. let the world well, see. Well, here you've introduced another topic here. How can we break free from that need for external validation? So you, I, I've got some great videos on my YouTube channel. On this <laughs> Good. Way. Give us an exact um, title of one of the videos. I went and I, I was looking at your um, YouTube channel, Blue, beautiful. So how can I say, just like you were mentioning now, it's so put together. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I can I can assure you that's, that, that's a, a product of real conscious hard work. It yes. wasn't, you know, I learned, I spent a year learning how to, to make some of these things. So, um, <laughs> I know. So, so to come back, external validation, you know, this is where, you know, this is where understanding that there is a part of you that exists beyond the identity comes in so handy. Because when I talk about the part of you that's permanent, the part of you that is not temporary, then it there's great comfort at the very least in that paradigm when you can turn to that and go, you know what, I am I, I'm so scared or I'm so scared of not being loved or I'm so scared of not being liked or whatever your flavor it might be it, that has you um, want that validation. All right, now wait, I'm going to stop you if you don't mind. We're on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. You have a YouTube channel. And we are, when somebody gives us a like, I have a smile on my face. <laughs> if somebody gives me a thumb down, I don't have a smile on my face. You know, in some way, um, there's an expression in Italian that says something like this. When you go on the dance floor, you have to dance. That means you are there or else you could dance in your living room. But if you're on a dance floor, you're there for the purpose of being seen. And let, there are many facets, of course, Smita, you know, we learn. I learn from others who give me feedback online telling me, oh, that video really helped me because... Um, you know, um, when you said blah, 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 I think what you meant was, you know, and, and sometimes the, the um, there's a criticism as well, you know, and I used to take it personally. Now, how does this factor in 
because we're public people. When you say um, there's, you know, external validation, how to break free, I understand the topic. I understand the theme. But we are social beings. We don't exist until we, I don't want to exaggerate, but we have, we're nat our nature is social. And being social means to have contact with others. As, as we are doing in a conversation, I wouldn't be able to have this conversation if you weren't there. And if my questions were irrelevant or uh, out of place, it would end very quickly, this dialogue, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now, how do you figure that public persona? Because it is a public persona. And going back to our inner self, how can we break free? from that we just turn off the video we turn the camera off we go and watch a video we make believe that didn't happen it just flies over our head it rolls off you mean our when skin. somebody criticizes us well when yes someone, how, someone how gives us a negative feedback no uh, how how do you explain how do you explain to a child all right i'm going to use the child and uh, you, you have a child in front of you. You go to a five-year-old class. We're all, they're all five-year-old. And the topic of the day is be your best self. Don't worry what others think. Okay, I'm, I'm making it up. And then a little girl says, Smita, I saw you on television. Boy, you looked wonderful. You had a white suit on and you were talking to all those people. Were you your best self? You know, and so that is a big question that a little five-year-old asks you. And at the same time, you're trying to get a message of authenticity of their individual persons. I, I see it as a necessary, you know, a coin that has two sides. Um, mm. You can't be without one. And but there must be a cutoff point. You know, when you talk about external validation, too much external validation, do you mean? Um, how when you when you need to break free, does that breaking free uh, come emerge? Because you are obsessed with other people's evaluation? I don't know if I've made the question. Uh, let, let me put it this way. Mm -hmm. it, it comes down to f uh, comes down to being comfortable in your own skin, no matter oh, what. Oh, good for you. Brava. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So, so the, the, when people give positive feedback, it's wonderful. And I, and you know, we all love it and mm -hmm. we receive it really well. Right. And then the unit, then there are times when we don't get the likes on the videos or we don't get the views or whatever algorithms right. are not favoring right. us and so mm -hmm. on. So what do you do? Do you make a decision about yourself mm -hmm. on that basis? Or do you say, well, you know, uh, what do I need to do time. better? Mm -hmm. what, 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 you know, what, what can be done better? Did I make a mistake? Um, how can I improve my content? Yes. So that's, that's what I, what, that would be my line of inquiry. Like, it's not about me to take it so personally. It's like, yes. um, you know, the four agreements and the four agreements, one of the four agreements in the book is, uh, is don't take things personally. Right. And it, this is the, this is no, a no, very, no, no. very Smita, hard... you have to tell us the other three now. <laughs> you can't just do that. 
I forget. I forget <laughs> the other three. I they are they are things that I practice, but I forget exactly. Okay, how okay. They no, show. I didn't want to put you on Sorry, the spot. Okay. I, I don't. That's remember. okay. So but don't take things very, personally. Don't don't take things personally. Is so such a big lesson yeah. in I think all our lives, and 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 for me, I I I will say it's been one of the hardest. Oh, yes. Because I'm such an empath, you know. It's, mm-hmm. There are people who feel things very deeply, you know, sensitive mm-hmm. to other people's emotions and feelings, and um and and especially mm-hmm. if one of your core values is having in deep relationships with people yes you know then the the idea of you know you care what they think yes and over time over time one of the things that i realized is this is very wise it's a very wise teaching that don't take things personally it's not about you it's difficult why is that why is it not about you because people see things through their own filters and their own past and their own experience so you it's not that you should invalidate what people say to yeah. you because then mm-hmm. you know we don't learn mm-hmm. by all means consider it by all means see what the feedback is is mm-hmm. it true and if it isn't there's nothing you can do about it other than challenge it if you want if, if that's a valid right. reaction right. Uh, a right. response and if not, what you can't you can't go on online to trolls and um, whoever else you know negative people right, right. that want to right. people are angry at life and they want to take it out on somebody. So you know it happens. I, I think it's really important to be comfortable in our skin, and that that's a yeah. big, big, deep transformation journey. Yes, it's a long. Well, that that's another episode. It's a long story that one. Um, so, if you had to tell people how to stop reacting, as for example, in this validation uh, uh, question, and turn your pain into power, how can you suggest people do that? You know, we have this tendency to want to scratch the itch as soon as the itch arises. Like, you know, we want to react. We want to react, react, react. Sure. Who said that? How dare you? Who do you think you are? Yeah. And 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 one of the one of the things that happens as as you get more comfortable in your skin is you really begin to question when what is worth responding to. Yes. And what would be a worthy response? Yes, you I know? mean, uh, the, you know, I would like to tell you, look, Smita, uh, it's it comes with age. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's a muscle we have to develop. You know, it's a it's a really conscious muscle we develop. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a yogi, as you as you know, I, mm-hmm. you know, yoga is 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 very very um, rooted in, in my everyday life. I teach uh, and I do very strong asana practice. I meditate. Um, and and you know it teaches the the, the discipline mm-hmm. of thought. It teaches discipline of, of breath. It teaches thought. you know okay. and, and and developing physical strength and uh, mental strength. So uh, it, it is really that anything that's worth having, you, it, it it it's like going to the gym every day. You know you have to develop it slowly over time. And how could people start to develop? If they don't do yoga, for example, how could people do it in within the confines of their home or their, you know, solitude, perhaps? What is what do you suggest? I always turn to the breath. 
Yes. When somebody says something yes. and you want to react, yes. your initial reaction is react. Yes. You want to you want to do the ping pong with them. Yes. Stop. <laughs> Listen. Take yeah. a breath. Nothing is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Nothing is going to happen if you do that. In fact, what will happen is you yeah when two people are very stressed then they go at each other right like they're like that with each other but if one of the two calms themselves down this is this is how the nervous system gets calmed down through conscious breath and it's very simple you just stop and kind of go yes okay i'm listening anything else you want to say yes you know (laughs) because because we come from that place that what they're saying is true yes 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 in fact, it's not true. It's not true. It may be true. It may not be true. Mostly but we know it's not matter. true. And, and, and the, when you start to defend yourself, you're now in the mud with them. Yes. You've now gone to their level. You're I in the mud. I love that vision. I can see the mud slinging. Like two, yeah, the, the mud. Exactly. The two pigs in the mud, you know, right. in the sty. And nothing gets done. Nothing yeah. happens. Both of you are dirty. Nothing new can come yeah. out of it. Yeah. So... That's why I think, you know, when we talk about developing a muscle, you think you can think this, you can think that, but the immediate is the breath because yes, it's what we course. do all the time. Yeah. So and it get works into like the magic. Breath, really conscious. Like magic. So we started by talking um, about the trilogy, Karma and Diamonds. Um, now, that was 2015, 2016, 2017. We are now in 2023. Where is the new pen? What have your hands been doing? <laughs> have you been charting out a new piece of something to publish? Something else? Um, I have a couple of projects in the go. Uh-huh. I'm not allowed to talk about it right okay. now. But what I will tell you is that I have really looked at um, the, the, uh, the art of creating videos, interviewing, um, creating yeah. my own content. That is a skill, you know, in and of itself. Yeah. And like the writing the books, um, right. learning to write the books the way that yes. I did, that was a new skill I developed. Again, and, and so these things all take um, some sort of time. And I must say that um, I, I also love enjoying life. So, you know, traveling a great deal, yeah. I dive a lot, mm-hmm. um, travel across the world and so on. So though all these things have been um, part of my life and I, you know, um, well, creation happens. Put them in does. different boxes and sooner or later we're going to see that. So contact me when something sees the light and then we'll talk about that the next time. Thank you so much for coming on. It was a pleasure to talk to you, Smita. Thank you so much, Claudia. I really, really enjoyed having this conversation. Appreciate it. Till next time then. Yes. Bye-bye. Take care.